as you you head back into the dining room section where the uh, the uh, leftover boar had been. Um, you hear some movement going on in the foyer. You hear um, footsteps going down the uh, staircase. You hear a door slamming from the opposite side of the foyer. Um, and you just hear like a bunch of people or a bunch of things um, collecting in the that that space, in that foyer space. Um, you also hear uh, Celeste getting closer and closer with her clanky clank. I'm going to go back into the foyer with Remy and I'm going to be like, keep those arrows knocked. Um, so so I, I'm not sure if I explained this clearly. Yeah. There was sound going into the foyer. So when you step in there, there's going to be something there. Oh, yeah. So you're good? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, oh yeah. Okay. We're going okay, into cool. combat. All right, cool. Um, so Remy pulls back his bow. Uh, you do the whole like kick open the door again. <sighs> and as you you do that, you see a total of five different skeletons. Oh, man. You see most of them. Uh, they all look similarly like be- bedraggled as that one had before. And they all sort of snap their heads towards you and uh, have sort of like this sort of pop backwards as if like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, there's someone here. Uh, ooh, OK. When they, they see you, uh, two or three of them pull out swords. One of them uh, pulls up his his hook for hand, and they are all all ready, uh, ready and waiting um, to to uh, jump at you. In that moment, I, I will say that you have surprise. Yep. I will say you have surprise, uh, but I will also say um, after that, uh, I will have you guys roll initiative just because there's so many people. Sounds good. I am going to cast Thunder Wave as a, um, so kind of like hitting everybody in a 15-foot cube if that hits everybody. Okay. Does that center on you? It does. So I may step into the room and do that. Okay. Cool. Um, I, I'm glad that you said step into the room because otherwise I was definitely going to have that hit, Remy. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, so you... Like, just sort of jump into the middle of everything? Yeah, and, and then, I'm uh, gonna do, do Thunder Wave. Uh, yeah, as a first level spell. So that is going to be a constitution saving throw. Ooh, okay. Of at least 15. All right. I will also roll initiative for everybody. Do you, uh, actually, you real quick roll um, Larissa's initiative, and then I'll, that way I can just figure you in. Um, that's an eight. Sweet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so all but one of them failed their constitution. So that's that's really easy to track. So what 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 are you feeling? What what's uh, what's the situation with that? So I'm gonna roll. That's an eight. That's a three. So they all take eleven damage. Sweet. And they get pushed ten feet away from me. Man, they all take eleven damage. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay. What does does the uh, the one that succeeded? Do they get anything? Oh shoot! They take, take half damage. So that's five, and they're not pushed. <sighs> That's crazy. First level spell, man. It's that's that's nice. Yeah, I, I'm glad that I I have a tendency. I have a history of uh, not giving characters enough HP. And so my players just like kill them instantly. I'm glad that I, I buffed it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so you you do that. You roll into the, or run into the center of this room at right as everybody is like they, you kick open the door. Remy is holding his longbow up, pointed at all of the folks. Everybody's eyes, all of their eyes are on Remy, are on the longbow. And in that confusion, in that moment, you rush into the center of the room and do whatever your 
However, you uh, you activate your spells generally, yeah. and just explodes outwards, uh, releasing this huge sound. Definitely something that the people back in the boats could hear at least a little glimpse of. And four, at least four of the the um, skeletal figures get knocked backwards. One of them uh, holds its ground. One of them ones uh, one with a hook for its hand holds its hand uh, its ground very very solidly. And in that moment, Remy uh, follows up and decides to deliver uh, to deliver his attack onto the one that did not get moved. Um. Ooh boy! Uh-huh. Critical failure. Oh no. Critical failure, Remy. Ugh. It's your very first attack, Remy. Remy. Remy, what have you done? Uh, what am I going to have happen in this critical attack? Um, you know what? I'm going to say as he, he fires, um, the arrow shoots out and it, it, it does manage to hit the person. But in that moment, the uh, string snaps. Oh, no. That's horrible. I am going to let the uh, the the actual attack hit. So that's and it did. Fuck, that's a good, good ass hit. That was, that was good. Uh, yeah, it, it hits for 10 damage, um, basically like hitting into one of the eye sockets and like cracks out the back. Ah. And the arrow is just sort of like sitting in there. Yeah, it's 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 nasty. It's it's, it's rough. No bueno. Oh, damn. This figure with the the hooked hand is standing there with the, the arrow sticking through their skull. And uh, they look towards uh, one of the other figures, one with a uh, peg leg who is carrying a scimitar or a, a short sword, I guess. And that one uh, rushes forward to, since you are right next to them, to try to attack at you. Okay. So I'm going to roll for damage. Where's our tank? <laughs> yeah, I know. They're on the way. You can hear, like, this clank, clank, clank outside. Uh, did you leave the door open, or did you close it after you came in? Ooh, that's a good point. I don't think I remember. You can choose. I, I didn't say. Okay, it, it, I'll say it's closed. Okay. He's like, I want to I wanna do something. Uh, <laughs> so this character with the peg leg, they uh, rush at you with their sword, and they um, swing at you. Oh, man, you, oh, boy. I rolled a one, and then I rolled a two. Oh, no. So what's his name? Uh, Remy got a critical fail. This one rolled a two, but they have a plus eight to hit. Does 10 hit your AC? 10 does not hit my AC. Okay, so they they swing at you, and they uh, barely miss. In their other hand, they're holding a dagger, and they swing at you with that as well. Um, does a 19 hit? That definitely hits. That definitely hits. Um, dagger's not nearly as strong, though. Oh, boy, though. Okay. Eight damage. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember how much HP you have. I have 46. 46. Okay, so you're good for now. Mm-hmm. For now. For now. <laughs> uh, after, after that one swings at you, the one that, uh, has the arrow sticking out of its head it um, turns towards Remy uh-huh. and, uh, you know, pulls the arrow out and is going to rush at him and try to just sh- knock that arrow straight into Remy's chest. Oof. Um, he's going to try for that. Oh, he gonna do a good job, too. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that that was uh, 25 to hit. He's, this guy's a strong, strong boy. No, you know what? This is an improvised weapon, so I would not not give him quite that much. But still, it's enough to hit. So he shoves this uh, this arrow, this bolt at Remy, and it deals. Oh, not that much. Three damage. 
one of the the more nondescript looking uh, ones that doesn't have, you know, they have all their limbs. Mm -hmm. It uh, turns towards you as well and is going to try to swing a um, short sword at you. 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's just a lucky roll. That that isn't even like them being particularly good. That's just a lucky roll. Uh, Four slashing damage. Okay. Not that bad. Then it is your turn. All right. Then it's my turn. So I am going to use, because I'm kind of annoyed at these people. Oh, yeah. So um, there's two people around me. Mm-hmm. How close are the other people? Are they within five feet? Um, yes, they would. They would be within five feet. All right. So um, except for except for the the one that just went ran up and attacked Remy. OK, Um, that one's a little bit farther away. So I'm going to attack those people with Snylock Snowball Swarm. I've never even heard this name before. Yeah, apparently it's a thing. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. Can they please make a deck save? 15. They definitely can make a deck save. Well, let's hope that they can't make a deck save. That's true. Let's hope they um, can't make a deck save of 15. Okay, so the first one did real bad with a 7. Next one did a 16, so one of them did okay. Okay. Uh, the next one did a 13, okay. which is which is not making it. And the final two, 19, ooh, and, uh, and four. All right. That was, uh... Three made it, two didn't... Uh, sorry, three yes. didn't make it, two made it. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes, all right. So that's three six three d6 damage to those people that didn't make it. So that's a four, five, and six, which is 15 damage to those people, and then half damage Sheet. to the other people. Gotcha. Which will be seven. Oh, one of the one of those was attacking Remy, so he was out of range. Well, I'll say that's the one that like made it. Okay. You know, he just didn't get hit. So two of the uh, two of the ones that that got hit. Describe to me what this looks like. So it's basically just like a flurry of snowball. <laughs> so it's literally just like a bunch of snowballs that fall out of the sky. Like how have I never heard of this? Like, yeah, it's called Snylock Snowball Swarm. That is so good. I love it. It's from um, the Elemental Evil Players Companion. Oh, that's that's why I haven't heard of it. That's really good. I love it. So yeah, one of the pirates got hit really bad with this, uh-huh. uh, or one of the skeletons got hit really bad with this. Two of them got hit. Actually, no. So it's half damage. So three of the ones, the three that were like relatively nondescript. They all take enough damage to take them down. All so right. describe to me like what that what that looks like as the they get pelted with this. Like, are you like raising your hand above your head? Do you have like a focus or like? Yeah, I have work? a I have a magic focus. So I guess what's happening is they're coming out of this magic focus, and it's just like pelts them like in the face, so that like their skeletal face is like caked. Does that make sense? Like they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like the inside of the skull is just like caked full of snow. And that somehow nice. like freezes them, and so they fall over. Nice. Are you are you going for are you going for a kill shot, or are you going for just like a kill shot? I say in quotes. No, I, I don't think I'm killing anybody. Okay. Also, it doesn't make sense, I suppose, for snowballs to kill you. <laughs> they won't be getting up for a while, I'm assuming. Yes. So so they these ones uh, get hit in the face, and as the the snow like impacts and and fills in the spaces it freezes and hardens in place sort of like solidifying on them and like latching on and 
as it like hits multiple different joints and stuff, they just sort of lock up, and um, three of the uh, the skeletal figures collapse and drop their their short swords by their sides. The other two look towards you and are like, well, the the one that um that you hit uh, it looks very the one with the peg leg uh, looks very determined in this moment. The one with the hook for hand turns away from Remy, looks at you um, with that arrow sticking out of his skull, ah. and uh, shakes his hook above his head. I shake my hand back. <laughs> and in that moment, the doors explode inward as uh, Celeste bursts inside. Her foot just breaks through the oak doors, long sword held above her head, and uh, she is going to make a, a attack against the closest one to her, which is the peg-legged one, which is near you. Um, so as you're standing there, she just slams her sword down and does mediocre. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see what she adds to that. Sweet. Okay. Well, not sweet. Um, so she uh, swings her sword down, and as she does, this other one lifts his his sword up and just barely deflects it, deflects her out of the way, and, and manages to uh, to step sort of to the side, deftly to the side, as her heavy heavy sword um, hits into the ground. Does she have multi? Um, however, Celeste, I gave multi attack, so she swings the sword back around. And that one's a critical hit. Oh my gosh. Uh, so so she, you know, slams the first one in the ground, then pulls it back up, and it's it's very evident. This is a very like heavy, weighty sword. She swings it around her head and brings it down onto this uh, this figure again, dealing uh, double damage, which is quite a lot. 21. Um, dealing 21. This figure looks Looks much, much worse for wear, but is uh, is still standing. Prepare yourself for combat. Destroy these stupid things, okay? Thanks, Celeste. <laughs> um, and and with that, uh, you get um, the benefit of a uh, leadership. Add a D, uh, one d four to uh, your next roll. Ah, nice. It is the the pirate captain's turn. The one with the peg leg, which is going to. Uh, I, I feel like in this moment, uh, I was going to have them attack you, but I feel like in this moment they would go for Celeste again just because they just got, got real hit real bad. And uh, they glance off of her um, plate armor and then with their dagger, glance off of that again. Then the, the one that is standing next to Remy, uh, or I believe they had already turned, uh, turned back towards you, they are going to continue on, try to get you again. Uh, critical failure. Oof. Critical failure. Uh, they they swing down with their sword and accidentally, as you sort of deftly step out of the way, their sword hits into the peg leg of the other one. Oh no! Just sort of lopping it off and leaving the other one a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, topsy, uh, okay. topsy turvy, um, all, all, all loosey goosey. All right, I am going to use Firebolt, which is a cantrip, against the hook-armed one person. So that is a d20 plus 7, which is a 17 plus 7, 20, 24. 
24. Yeah, that definitely hits. You know, for a moment, I thought you said fireball, and I was like, oh, so you just want to, like, fucking just destroy everyone. No, no, um, firebolt. It is a cantrip. Yeah, much, much better. All right, but it is 2d10 of fire damage, so that's, oh, that's a that 7 crazy. and a 10. 17. Oh, wait, I, so the, was the d4 to my initial roll? Probably was. Uh, yes. Okay, all right, doesn't matter. Okay. All right. This one is like basically point blank to you and holding up your arcane focus again. You just sort of like reach out. Fire like surges out and blasts into this thing and knocks them backward. In that moment, Remy rushes forward and takes one of the the gold daggers that he had pulled from the kitchen and slams it, tries to slam it into the back of the the head of one of those two. He is going for those kill shots. (laughs) Oh boy, he does not uh, does not does not do great there. Remy. Does not do great there. Remy. He doesn't critically fail or anything like that, but he misses his shot. And uh, Celeste, so Celeste is still locked in with the peg legged one, who is now at, is at disadvantage because of their um, because their leg was just lopped off. Um, so Celeste is going to roll with advantage. Uh, so they miss their their first attack, but then they're going to go again with multi attack, still with advantage. And they miss that one as well. Um, somehow, oh, yeah. uh, the the way the crazy way that the um, pirate captain is is wobbling around just happens to throw Celeste off enough that she just misses like crazy. And in that moment, uh, it is your. I believe it's your. No, 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 no. It's back it? over to the captains. Yeah. There's too many people. There's too many people. I need to get back to you. The captain with the peg leg uh, follows up and tries to attack her back, and. And he does manage to hit and does a, a does a fair amount of damage to them. But Celeste, uh, being the tank that she is, rolls with it pretty aptly. And then the uh, one that is is locked up with you, the hook hand one um, that is still sort of like reeling back from your um, your attack is going to turn and is trying to try to like push past you to sort of disengage and rush straight out of the uh, the front door of this place. Yeah, I'm going to take an opportunity attack, I think, because these guys are a little bit scary now. So um, is that just an unarmed strike? Uh, no, I, that would. Well, I guess if you don't have a weapon on you, then yes, it would be I an do. unarmed strike. Uh, I guess I could also just hit him with my dagger. OK, go for it. All right. All right. Dagger time. Uh, 20 to hit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. So that is a 1d4 plus one piercing damage. Eh, that's three damage. <laughs> Three damage, yeah. So you you managed to give a, a nice little jab into this one as it's running past you. You feel uh, the sensation of like this blade grinding against some of the, the bone and maybe like chip off a rib, which clatters against the ground. But they still manage to, to rush past you. Remy holds up his bow and tries to take a, a shot. Well, no, sorry, doesn't have his bow. Remy uh, takes one of the daggers and tries to throw it at the back of this one's head as they're rushing past or rushing out and does not does not manage to uh, to land that shot. Remy, useless. Remy is not doing great. Not doing great. Finally, Celeste, still locked in with this with this peg legged one, is going to take a fierce attempt. I got this. I can handle him all by myself. I promise. That was just a fluke. Just imagine this guy like jumping around on a peg on his other <laughs> leg, like <laughs> avoiding her. Exactly. And jeez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. 
finally. Okay, so so even with advantage and multi-attack, I have just for the first time after eight rolls gotten above a five. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so uh, so she uh, manages um, to land one hit, and it does. Uh, it does um, six damage, or sorry, 16 damage. As that happens, the leg, um, the whole peg leg gets sort of lopped out from under it, and it sort of slams down onto its back, uh, and you see them, like, shaking their their fist towards the uh, one that has run away, uh, and their jaw seems to be moving as if they're they're trying to say something, uh, but obviously you aren't hearing anything because uh, no vocal cords. Then, uh, as their their eyes turn back towards you, you three holding your, your magical focus and the longsword and the dagger, or the knives, I guess, this um, skeletal figure raises up their weapons in their hands and opens their palms and lets them drop to the ground and just waves their hands and, and you see their mouth moving as if like, oh, hey, 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 hey. We're all we're all cool here. All right. Uh, I th- yeah, I'm going to stop fighting and be like, OK, OK, I think I think it's surrendering. Uh, and you see it like nod its head emphatically and you see its jaw moving more like, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, 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 definitely. Um, uh, what do uh, Remy and Celeste do? Celeste holds her sword um, up towards the captain's um chin does that that whole like set the sword underneath the the tip of the chin and like lift it up like look at him mm-hmm. in the face and said oh captain my captain what should i do with this undead monstrosity uh well <laughs> my whitman fan of a friend uh, <laughs> let's question him he may know something about where this treasure is and with that, the the captain looks um, back and forth, like oh, gestures towards you with their hands and says and is nodding their heads like, yeah, yeah. Listen to her. Listen to her. Huh. All right. Um, all right. Next question is, does anybody have any pen and paper? on them? <laughs> <laughs> um, how about this? I am going to. Um, Yes, I am going to give him a piece of parchment and some chalk. Okay. And just be like, where is the treasure? Uh, he... Um, he has arms. I'm ass- he has both arms? Yeah, yeah, he has arms. He has arms. Okay. He has arms, he has hands, he has fingers. He takes it at first and is, looks a little confused um, by, by what's going on, uh, but looking... You know, at Celeste holding that sword at him, he's he's just like, okay, okay, whatever. And uh, did what did you what did you say to him exactly when you handed it to him? Uh, where's the treasure? He takes the the pencil and the paper, and he starts um, scribbling furiously. And you are you know just sort of like peeking over his shoulder as he's he's doing this. After after a few minutes, you, you notice he's, he's he appears to be making like a map of some sort, like a big big old map. And eventually he hands it back to you and you can tell like this is very like well drawn very well crafted this this looks like somebody that like has some experience doing this uh-huh. and it, it appears to be roughly of the island and has uh, a path leading from where you currently are to some other point roll me a, a, a quick uh, survival very an incredibly low dc uh survival check to to see what uh whether you can line up figure out what this is uh, yeah, it's a 12. 
Okay, that that works out perfectly. So um, you take this map and you are like looking over it, and it, it takes nary but a moment for you to recognize that this this map looks looks very familiar because it, it looks incredibly much like the map that that you had in your your bag right now that you have rolled up in your bag and uh what's more is you notice that the um the path that he has indicated um goes from where you are right now and and he has these little like this these little arrows that repeat continuing along uh, along away from you straight back the way you came and to the shore that you guys had come from huh so you want us to leave with that celeste like pushes the sword a little bit farther forward and uh the captain like shaking his his head and waving his arms and is like no 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 and he's pointing he's pointing at the mansion that's drawn on the map um he's pointing all around and you see his mouth still moving his mouth still waggling and he points out down that road and he seems to be indicating like going in that direction but he's not really explaining why what else is in this house um uh with that he he you see the jaw move again and he just holds up his hands and does like does like this holds up like sort of the zero shape and then just sort of flicks his hand off into into the air are there more of people like you you see his his shoulders sort of like sag like he's sighing almost and he or she is is sighing almost and he like tilts his head opens his jaw like no no i heard something running downstairs uh he points at his chest that was that was us there's like no more so there's no more of him interesting okay uh i'm gonna ask celeste to pick him up okay uh, she does that immediately. And, <laughs> no questions asked. And we're going to walk off into the direction that the other captain ran in. OK, you walk off towards the uh, direction that the other captain ran and, and he's limping a bit. And so it's pretty easy for um, for Remy to track him. And he appears to be going exactly the way that you guys came from initially. And as you guys um continue on that way it becomes pretty clear he is he is heading back towards the shore that you guys came from and you managed to keep a a pretty i'm just wrapping things up uh, yeah uh you guys managed to keep a pretty safe distance so he doesn't notice you guys following him for a while maybe uh celeste like walks a little bit slower so that the clanking of her armor doesn't give you away but you continue on heading steadily in that direction um, ever following the uh, tracks of this limping skeletal figure um, running towards the shore. So night is approaching by this point. Actually, night is probably here by this point, by the time that you reach the water, and the pirate captain on Celeste's shoulder taps, taps her chest, uh, like the plate armor and gets your attention and then points off down the shore a little bit past that very large shipwreck with the the big sails that are mostly in tatters indicating off in that direction. OK, we'll go in that direction. 
Cool. Um, so as you you approach that direction, um, you uh, round that that shipwreck, um, which was which was a fair bit away from where you guys had docked, um, pretty pretty far off. And behind it is a, a relatively small schooner that is in actually pretty great shape. It is seaworthy. It's got like a, a, a nice little um, sail on it. And uh, on the deck of that ship, you see a uh, figure um, with a hook for a hand uh, trying their darndest to uh, prep the sails by themselves. All right. We are going to run up onto the schooner. Nice. Um, and what do you do in that moment? Uh... I'm going to tell him to stop. Okay, uh, roll me an intimidation, I will say. Oh, yeah. I'm so good at intimidation. I will say you have an advantage at this because, oh. like, you just, like, wrecked all of his people. Um, all right. Uh, that's a 21. 21. Nice. Yeah. And I will I will have him roll a, a wisdom, I guess, would be a uh, contest would be the proper thing to do. Oh, fuck. Twenty-one versus a critical failure. Oh gosh! So you run up the uh, the gangplank, I believe is the word, onto this boat. Describe to me like how how you look as you like rush out onto this this boat. It's probably kind of scary because you know she's got like horns. It's dark. You probably <laughs> can't see very well. She's got like an arcane focus. She has a tail. Probably just looks like the devil. Nice, right? Like <laughs> it just looks like Satan is coming onto his boat. Uh, so I think to be extra intimidating, I'm going to use thaumaturgy and that's going to make my voice boom three times as loud, um, as normal for one minute. It's just going to be like a really loud, like godlike stop. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so yeah, as you, you rush on this figure, like turns around they had been trying their best to like get get those uh sails up like i had mentioned and they see you and then they just immediately turn around and like jump off the whole the side of the boat to get away from you just to like yeah. jump into the water and you hear them hit the water and then just there's a moment of like splashing and then nothing oh god Remy and Celeste uh, both board the ship. Celeste still just like casually with this pirate skeleton draped over their shoulder. They join you up there and you start looking around the around the boat. And uh, it doesn't take too long before you find all sorts of all sorts of gold and antiques and all sorts of things that of the the same style, the same aesthetic as those knives and the chandelier and everything else that had been that had been in that mansion. You just find it all on the uh, under the deck of this boat waiting for you and uh, and waiting for your your crew to uh, come grab and bring back over to uh, your ship. And so you have found just this this massive haul of stuff and it didn't quite go maybe as as easy as you might have hoped but so all in all uh, a very very lovely haul and a new skeleton friend and a new skeleton friend yeah so uh do you think that you take this person on as like a, a member of your crew like what do you think you do after this yeah i think he can come with us we'll ask him <laughs> I, I think that he uh, is is more than happy to to come along with you in this moment, at least for now. Hmm. <laughs> so so yeah. Uh, what do you think after this point, Celeste and Remy and uh, and Larissa? What do you think that you guys all do? 
um, when you guys leave uh, leave here? Do you do you try to bring them, try to convince them to join your crew? Do you go back uh, to mainland, or are you staying stay around the Salton Sea? What what do you, what's your plan? I think I'm gonna ask them if they want to join the crew. And uh, and I think that they I think they they come along. They're like you know they're like yeah this was this is a good time. And yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's where we're gonna end it for today. All right. Well, thank you very much, Faye. This has been a delightful time. Do you uh, have anything you would like to uh, share with the the audience? Do you want to have anything that you want to plug at the very end of the show? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. This is a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> a lot of fun to play as Larissa. A lot of fun to um, fight skeletons and make a skeleton friend. And thank you for all of my dad jokes that you allowed me to put into the actual uh, game today. Thank you very much for that. You're um, welcome. <laughs> um, a few things that I like to plug. You can find me on Twitter if you'd like and follow me. I normally tweet about Dungeons and Dragons things. So you can find me on Twitter at Captain Fake Guy. Um, we, I also play in um, a podcast about D&D called How the Quest Was Won. So you can go on Twitter and follow us there at How the Quest or find us on iTunes or Spotify or any other um, podcatcher that you please. And um, also Misfits Guide to Adventuring is my other podcast um, that I also play in and is also a D&D actual play podcast that you can find on Twitter at uh, Misfits Guide, um, as well as at Cast O Many Things, which is um, where the other members and I also try out um, other tabletop role-playing games other than D&D. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. What's what's uh, what's one that you have like come across that, that you guys particularly all really liked? So I... Um, so we played Mouse Guard. Um, we were... Th- Thinking about playing like Star Wars, like the Force and Destiny. Oh, I've been playing kind of that thing. recently. And that yeah. that seems fun. My favorite so far is actually one that I didn't play on there. I played Masks, and I really, really liked Masks. So, um, being teenage superheroes is always fun. That's very good. All right. Well, um, thank you again, uh, Faye, for joining us today. And uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us, um, all of you listeners, for, for coming along. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's, that's pretty much it. So with that, uh, I think we're going to pitter-patter on out of here. Bye. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Link saw Kirby walking into the kitchen wearing a sleep cap. Kirby, did you steal the microwave? <laughs> oh, hello there, gentle listener. I didn't hear you there. You caught me reading the longest written work in the English language, The Subspace Emissary's World's Conquest, a Super Smash Brothers fan fiction. But let's set that aside for now. To advertise our podcast. Hi. 
I'm Beth. And I'm Max. And we're the hosts of Fan and Ball, a podcast about fandom, their history and culture. The people and things they create. And everything in between. Listen bi-weekly on Wednesdays on the Scavengers Network or wherever you find your podcasts. This is going to get cut and put in the bloopers. This is the sort of stuff that gets cut out. Would he be able to write? I th- I assume so. Wow, this was quite an excellent adventure. My only complaint is maybe next time more cowbell.